Welcome to episode 139 of the Daniel Yoris podcast, how to evaluate fitness information online. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast. Another solo episode coming at you. This episode, I think would actually be a good one to have uh, a co-host or like a sounding board, someone to kind of talk off, uh, talk with and riff off of, um, bounce ideas off of and just kind of get the approval and, and, and all that, you know, the nod of like, yes, I understand or, or no, I don't understand kind of thing. But uh, I don't have uh, my producer, Jamie, yet, so one day. But anyways, we're going to talk about how to sort of evaluate fitness information on the internet. And I don't mean like how to read scientific studies. We'll talk about scientific studies. Um, but what I really want to get into is just to sort of think about my process for when I see a, a claim or an ad or a post, a, an article, a YouTube video, a podcast or whatever, what are sort of the things that I filter through to evaluate is this complete nonsense? Is this useful? What would this be useful for? And all that kind of stuff. And the reason that I'm also trying to make this episode is that, let me back that up for a second. You can already tell, <laughs> at least I think you can already tell, this episode is going to be a little bit messy. It's going to be a little bit jumbled. I tried to organize my thoughts as best as I could for this and sort of structure it in a way that makes sense. Um, but there's going to be a lot of you know back and forth and jumping around here. And so just you know bear with me and I apologize for that. Um, but the reason that I wanted to make this episode is because I know that you listening to this, you are probably not a, a trainer or a, someone in the health field or medical field or something like that. And so you see claims and you don't know whether it's nonsense, whether it's legit. And this includes anything that I've ever posted and ever will post in the future as well. Like I'm not exempt from these things. Um, you shouldn't trust anyone, you know, 1 million percent with your health, like except for yourself. Um, and that's probably a central theme of this entire episode. Um, but I've got a little bit more background in reading this stuff than most of you do because this is what I do. The same way that you would be far better off disseminating information in whatever your profession is. I, I go to the accounting example all the time. If I read some stuff about you know some accounting uh, rule, some tax law or something, I would literally have almost no way to determine whether that's like totally legit or total nonsense other than using basic logic. Um, so I would you know revert to someone who knows what <laughs> knows what what's up uh, to understand whether that information is good or bad or relevant to me or not. So that's where we're that's where we're headed with this. There's always been a lot of you know nonsense online. Obviously, a lot of good stuff. I was thinking of an analogy. You know, fitness information on the internet is kind of like the wave pool at an amusement park here. You know, in Toronto, Vaughan, close to where I live, we have Canada's Wonderland. There's like a wave pool in the water park there. So the information online, it's very similar to a wave pool in that. You're gonna have a lot of fun. There's an there's a, there's the opportunity for fun and good times and good stuff to come from it, but you're also probably gonna get a face full of someone else's piss on the way. And I hope that doesn't happen online. It'll definitely happen in the wave pool, so maybe stay away. But you know, you can have fun. There's lots of good stuff online, but there's also a lot of garbage. And if you're not careful, you're gonna get all of that um, right in your face, down your throat. All the stuff. Uh, you know, use whatever analogy you want there. Maybe don't don't imagine that too deep, but you get where I'm going with that. So uh, here's how we're going to break down. I kind of broke it down into like five different uh, sections and I'll have, you know, some some sort of stories and analogies and whatnot to, to go through and, and sort of running through the process. Um, and, and here we go. So the first part of this is to understand what 
is called or is being called or just is this concept of the attention economy. Right now, there is so much information online, not just in fitness, but just information in general, the news, your field of whatever you do, the fitness, home stuff, silly videos, cat videos, sports, everything. There's so much stuff online. Everyone is competing in the attention economy. They're trying to grab your attention. They're trying to grab your attention and they're trying to hold your attention and they're trying to do it in by making you emotional. They're trying to do it by making you happy. They're trying to do it by making you sad. They're trying to do it by making you angry. And they're all just trying to compete for your attention to be able to get you to watch their stuff, uh, buy their stuff, and just interact with whatever they have going on so they can keep you in their ecosystem. And anyone who posts anything online, and I will, I'm going to say we and me and you, and I'll use those different uh, words. But like, I'm also in this, like when I post something online, yes, I'm, I'm competing with the rest of everyone trying to grab your attention so that you can read what I'm writing and listen to what I'm saying and all that stuff. Like I'm not exempt from this. I'm not something special. I'm not above this. I'm not, I don't think I am. And I, I never will be, I've been wrong. I will be wrong again. And, and it's okay to, to be wrong. Just not okay to be wrong all the time. Um, so understanding the attention economy and it starts with the headlines and the clickbait. There is a very fine line between what we might call like aggressive marketing and flat out lying. Now, a headline might say something that is strictly trying to get your attention and not have really anything to do with what's about to be said. Or it may be so extreme, yet it's not actually what the post is about. Like, a very easy example would be, and I've probably done this and it's almost like sarcasm, but it's like, you say a lie. It's like, Hey, I have the secret to fitness. And then, you know, swipe to the next, uh, slide in the post or read the caption or whatever. And it's like, Oh, gotcha. But now that I have your attention, blah, 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 blah. This is what the real stuff is. That's like a, a poor example of it, but like, this is, this is how it is. So understand like when you read headlines, the point of that headline or, or the first line of a, of a text or the first line of the video, it's called the hook. Um, it's trying to get your attention. So don't be sold or be enamored by that. It's really just trying to get your attention and that's okay. It's part of the game. It's, it's all good, but just understand what's, what's happening there. Another thing to evaluate is the, the person or the, the team or the company or whoever it is, are they using big words or big numbers and two separate things, but like big fancy, especially sciencey sounding words that don't actually mean anything. Stuff like turbocharged, boosted, um, you know, they're call themselves a, a scientist, but they're not actually a scientist. They're just someone who likes science. I would call myself a scientist, but I'm not a scientist. I don't have a PhD. I'm not a doctor. I don't study science. I'm a personal trainer. I can call myself a scientist, like a, a science enthusiast, but I'm not actually a scientist. So are they using these large words that don't actually mean anything? And are they using more scientific words that like the average person, you, has no idea what those things mean? And if you did know what they mean, they mean <laughs> basically they mean nothing. Look out for that. Pay attention because like they're just trying to, they're just roping you in, roping you in. And that's can be okay, but it can also be, you know, you got to proceed with caution. The numbers are another thing. You'll notice when someone says 97% of people do X or only 2% of people do this. The number that they give, it's always a, a, an extreme percentage. 
it's never zero or 100, but it's close to that. So they give themselves, you know, like they give themselves that, oh, it's like, oh, well, you know, to, to refute whatever they say, someone says, oh, but that didn't work for me. And they say, yeah, well, I only said, you know, 97% of people it works for. So like you, you fall into that 3% of people it doesn't work for. They give themselves that out, but they use this big number that makes it sound like you must do this or you must not do this, whichever side they're on. Um, and again, just grabbing your attention. So you've got to be aware of these things. It doesn't mean like don't read the rest of the post or don't watch the rest of the video or don't, you know, engage with the thing. It's just understand that they're grabbing your attention. And if they've successfully done that, then then that's okay. But don't get sold into that. Then just like shiny, shiny object syndrome, right? A used car salesman is going to, you know, make sure the car is clean and whatever. But if it doesn't even start, it doesn't matter how clean the car is if it doesn't actually work. That kind of thing. Another thing to always be wary of, are they claiming that something is the best or the only way or on the flip side, is it the absolute worst or you should never do something? Because chances are it's not the case, except for something is like ridiculously obvious that nobody would be even, t- I can't even think of an example that I would even want to say, but like doing something that's like, would you jump off a bridge? Obviously you wouldn't do that, right? Something like that. Um, there's not a one size fits all approach to fitness and to health and nutrition. So we know that yet we get sucked into a video that says this one trick to lose fat. This is the new way to build muscle. This is the only way you should do this. Never eat this food. If you want to be lean, like these kind of headlines, right? It's like, okay, what again, Proceed with caution because maybe there's some truth to that. Maybe they're just saying that and kind of rope you in and then they'll be, you know, uh, give a better explanation on the back end, but maybe not. And so if they're true to what they're saying, like, hey, never do this. And then their actual things like never do that, uh, then, you know, you probably just probably just ignore that. Another thing with this, actually, I'm going to save that one. Um, if you always see the same silly stuff, the algorithms are very good. If you are curious as to like, why do I always see this person's posts or why do I always see posts like this, like these type of reels or these type of uh, tweets or these style of whatever, it's because you you interact with them and you may not interact with it on purpose, but even if you're sending it to a friend as like, oh, look how stupid this is, or if you're watching it because you can't believe how dumb it is, well, the 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 app, the algorithm, whatever, it registers that as watch time. And it doesn't know that you actually hate it. It just knows that, oh, every time this person sees this type of post, they're spending more time on the app. They're spending more time watching this uh, piece of content. And so therefore, I'm going to serve more stuff to them. So knowing that we don't have to be like, oh, you know, the apps are killing us. The algorithms are killing us. No, you have control over it. So if you're sick and tired of all the stuff that you see and it's, you know, making you confused and upset and I, my feed is filled with all this dumb stuff, well, like stop watching and interacting with dumb stuff, flip past it, swipe it away, tap the button that says like not interested, you know, block people, mute them, whatever. If, if you really don't like them, um, control your algorithm. Don't let the algorithm control you Two like stories of stuff about this, these headline things. There's a post I saw. The first line was a guy said like, and I'm not going to name names, but the guy said something like 
sleeping is a waste of time was like the the hook of his little video. And it's like, this guy's over 600 K followers, um, not even a health and fitness person. And it's like, okay, that is a ridiculous <laughs> like thing to say. Obviously sleeping is not a, a waste of time. And he, how he goes into, he goes on to say like how he actually like doesn't really sleep and he thinks sleep is like for the week and all that stuff. It's a like complete bullshit. Um, and so, you know, you can, you know, that's, that's going a little bit too far. Now that one has gone too far again, because, you know, you look at the comments of that post and everyone is like refuting him saying like, oh, this is stupid. This is dumb. How about this? How about this? How about this? And like, obviously, you know, that person pushed it a little bit too far. Um, but maybe it was less extreme. It could have been rolled with it. And then you actually believe that stuff. So that's where you got to be careful. Another one that I've seen, uh, a snowboarding um, guy, a YouTuber uh, who I've come to like, I, I really love his, his snowboarding videos and his energy and all that kind of stuff. Um, he's into fitness, not not as like selling anything or being a, a fitness person, but he you know keeps up with his body and talks about it in context of snowboarding and, and for his own stuff. He put out a video talking about how he lost uh, you know such and such pounds in like a relatively short amount of time, and or that was like the title of the video. And I, you know, I, I watched several, uh, not every single one, but I watched like a bunch of his videos. Um, so I clicked on, it, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Let's, let's see what's up. And he, it was like very little of the video that it maybe, and it was like a 20 minute video. Maybe he talked about it for like two minutes and basically he just like cleaned up his diet and he was like, kind of just like off his game totally. And he just cleaned everything up, got back on his game and like the, you know, the weight fell off pretty quickly and all that kind of stuff. But that is an example of like a, Hey, he just threw this title out there to grab your attention, to get you to watch the video. And then the video wasn't actually about that thing. And he wasn't selling some secret sauce or some anything about that. And so this is the kind of that, that blurred line of like, okay, grabbing my attention, but then not trying to fool me or, or, uh, sell me some snake oil or something like that. And so like, that is like, you know, it's been in line and you know, each, each creator do, do your thing. Um, but it's not, there's no lying or anything. He's not trying to get you. He has nothing to offer with that there. It's just playing the attention economy game. So moving on and, and kind of just reference it at the end, at the end there. But part two or thing two to evaluate now is what is this person selling? If this person is selling a book, a course, uh, a membership, um, a product, uh, whatever, a, a coaching service that is centered around this idea that they are claiming is the best or the only way or the never way or the whatever, you have to approach that with some level of skepticism because of course, and, and everyone is trying to sell something all the time. Like people are, people are posting stuff and everyone wants, you know, to do good in the world and, and all that stuff and spread good information. Again, me included, we all want to spread good information and help people and do all those things. We also want to sell our service, sell our products, sell our things so we can, you know, make a, a living for, for our own self. Um, but you have to, again, look at these things critically. If this person is selling the thing that they're always talking about, this is the best thing. This is the only way to do it. Everyone else is stupid. Like, is everyone else stupid or are you just trying to sell your thing? And you have to, again, take that with a grain of salt because they're not going to go out there and be like, hey, the exact opposite of the thing that I sell is actually the right way to do it because that would obviously crush their <laughs> crush their sales. Um and, and go against everything that, that they've been saying and potentially even like bury their business, which, which is a problem. And some creators, influencers, you know, whoever coaches have siloed themselves into like being the, Hey, I'm the, you know, I'm the only the low carb guy or I'm the, 
the, the, the vegan guy or the carnivore guy or the whatever, I do this thing, I do this thing. And then, you know, they come to some realization and they try and like switch gears and it's like, but they heard their whole audience, their whole everything is about like that one thing. And then when they try and switch off that, it goes poorly and their business, you know, starts plummeting and they have to stick to their guns and just roll with that facade, even though they don't truly believe it. And it's a sad thing to say and a sad thing to, to see happen. But this happens because that's that's their business. So that's why, you know, I try not to <laughs> be in one of those lanes because one, I don't believe any of those things. But two, I think it's a horrible uh, long-term business decision. Um, and, you know, maybe they didn't think about that at the time. Maybe they truly believe that that was like the, the way and the only way and the best thing to do. But turns out that wasn't the case. So marketing is okay. Lying is not okay. And that's kind of what I'm getting at here. If you are saying that intermittent fasting is your thing and not if you are saying if you are seeing someone who is saying that intermittent fasting is the best way to lose weight to to whatever and i'm just using intermittent fasting as an example insert whatever you want here if they're saying that but then they sell a course on intermittent fasting or a book on intermittent fasting you have to understand that they are biased to themselves to promote that as the thing they will never ever talk about the negatives of intermittent fasting why you shouldn't do intermittent fasting um and you have to approach that with with your eyes open. Is there downsides to what they're saying? Are they? Does anyone get in shape without doing intermittent fasting? The answer would be yes. So therefore, what they're saying is not really true. And then it's like, well, then how could how much more can you trust this person if they are claiming for their way to be the best way and the only way? Meanwhile, there's someone else who is making the basically opposite claim who also gets results, who also is looking healthy and strong and all that stuff and has clients and testimonials and you know real people that they've worked with who do their system, which are opposite and having, and having uh, success. So you have to really ask yourself that question. This also comes into like evaluating testimonials. It's the before and after pictures work great from like a marketing perspective. You see someone, oh, they, they use my system, look how much weight they lost, you know, whatever. But one, a lot of them are, are, they're just, they're fake. They're images pulled off Google. They're Photoshopped. Um, you should be following Goob. What's his Instagram? Goob2. I got to find it here because I don't want to mess it up. Goob, Goob underscore U2, John Dorsey. He does a great job of, um, he kind of calls out people who are uh, like Photoshopping, like fitness influencers and whatnot and companies and stuff like that. He also calls out a lot of like uh, sexual predation and um, sexual misconduct and stuff as well in the industry, which is which is great for him to be doing that. But he calls out a lot of the, the Photoshopping stuff and he's like, oh, you know, you see here this photo is doctored because of X, Y, Z. Um, and a lot of them are just like even uh, people themselves, but it's not that hard with have so many tools now. It's really not that hard to make up some before and after pictures. Um, but you have to start to understand like, well, does this person work with anyone in real life? Have they worked with anyone in real life or are they just putting these things out to the internet and eventually it catches enough steam and yeah, by some small percentage of, of the population it works. And so it works, but do they work with people in real life? Do they work with people like you? And we'll get to that. Is it me in the, in, in the second, another aspect of this, what are they selling is understanding like, did this person even use the stuff that they're selling to get the way that they are or have they been in shape or got in shape years ago and they've you know evolved and whatever and now they've 
come up with this new system, this new diet, this new workout that they claim to have got them the results, but like they've been jacked and shredded like, you know, for 10 years, like a, you know, an influencer starts selling supplements all of a sudden or starts selling some diet thing or some piece of workout equipment. It's like, but you've been jacked and strong and lean for like 10 years. And all of a sudden now you're selling this supplement, this piece of workout equipment, this new diet or something like that. Like you just yourself just discovered this like two years ago or started using this two years ago and you never talked about it before. So is it real? Like, do you even use it? Does it, does it even matter? Because you obviously didn't need to use it to get that way, but new people coming in won't know, won't know that. So you got to evaluate that stuff. Also understanding that like everything works. <laughs> everything can work maybe is a better way to put that. Um, if you go from sitting on the couch, eating potato chips, doing nothing, you know, not working out, not taking care of your health, not eating well at all. And you start any diet or any exercise regimen, you are going to have results and full stop, anything. It all works. Now, what is going to be the most sustainable for you? What is going to be the thing that gets you the most efficient results? I wasn't going to say optimal, but the most efficient results as far as like most bang for your buck, least amount of effort uh, for the for the results, um, fastest way without taking shortcuts and not even taking shortcuts. That's not even a real thing to say, but the fastest way without like sacrificing your whole life <laughs> for it maybe is is the proper way to say it. Um then this is where you got to find what works. So everything can work. So understand that like there's probably some amount of truth to basically all the claims that exist out there. It's just like, what is the degree of the truth to that? And, and does it, uh, does it apply to you? And that's, and that's the third step of this is, is this for me? There's not a lot of claims that are going to be outright 100% totally wrong or incorrect. There's probably just a lot of claims and a lot of information out there that is just not relevant to you. And it could just be as simple as like, hey, they're talking to athletes here. They're talking to you know competitive athletes, maybe even as specific as competitive soccer players. Are you a competitive soccer player, like a professional soccer player? No, then this information does not apply to you. It's not wrong information. It's just not for you. The same thing might be true on an even lesser scale is like, hey, they're, this person is talking about some sort of uh, diet, nutrition tweak or nutri aspect of nutrition that is specific to people who are looking to build muscle. If you're not currently looking to build muscle and you're currently looking to lose body fat, that piece of information about building muscle might not be wrong. It's just probably not for you at this time. It's just not applicable to you right now. And understanding that when we post things online, we do so in such a way where it's a one-on-one -on -one interaction, right? I put a post on Instagram. You are sitting there on your phone by yourself reading your phone, uh, reading, reading my post. And in the post, whether I'm speaking or it's just written or whatever it is, I may say the words you. I may intentionally, and I do, intentionally try to make it seem like I am speaking to you directly. However, in reality, like I'm not speaking to you directly. I didn't send that just to you. I put that on Instagram for the world that conceivably to see. So it could be applicable to a lot of people and you might not be one of those people. So you have to understand, is this thing even speaking to me and my current, uh, my current needs, my current goals, my current ability and, and all that kind of stuff. Like a, an example of this 
that happens to to me from time to time is I'll put a post up about like you know because of my knee injuries and all that stuff I'm big on training your knees training full range of motion especially squatting and I'll make some posts or say something about squatting full range of motion squatting with full depth I've gotten a couple comments in the past where it's like oh but I've had uh one one woman said something like she's like well I'm 72 years old I've had a knee replacement and a hip this and I have that and like I can't do that I'm like okay you're right but I like this is just not for you. As an extension of that, also though, you you have to, before you say that something is not for you, or you go at someone, or you just totally dismiss it as as um, nonsense, or or all the way right. You've got to read all the information. So read the caption of the post. They're there for for a reason. Don't just read the the one sentence that you like and then not read anything else. Like read the whole post, read everything that's going on, listen to the full podcast, watch the full YouTube video, read the full article, whatever it is. And then decide like, hey, did this person say something that might actually apply to me? Because in a post where I'm talking about, you know, you got to squat deep. Of course, I'm not talking to someone who has, you know, all, double knee replacement, hip replacement, uh, bad back, all this stuff. Yeah, you don't need to put 300 pounds on your back and squat ass to grass, obviously. But you still do need to squat to the depth that you are currently able to so you can continue to maintain that. And that would be like the point of it. And that's just an example of a thing of like, hey, is this for me? And if you totally disagree with it, if you're like, hey, you know, this is wrong because such and such and such, it's probably just not for you and just let it go. So that's a hard one. It's a hard one to understand and a hard one to, to wrap your head around because especially with nutrition, we, we tend to get like very emotional about nutrition. Like, you know, you've heard that nutrition is similar to a religion in some sense where people get like, no, my way is the way because like, you know, such and such at work did this or like I've done this in the past and it worked or my sister did that and it worked and it has to work. And it's like, well, maybe, but, but also maybe, maybe not. We've got to kind of check our emotions when we're, when we're scrolling through and when we're seeing this information and how does it make you react? Do you get angry about that? Why do you get angry about that post? Why did it make you feel like you've been wronged or lied to, or on the flip side, why does it make you feel amazing and make you feel right? Is it just confirming what you already believe? Because that's the other side of this. And we talked about, you know, sorting through your, your algorithm and, you know, manipulating your algorithm, I guess, to say, to be balanced and to show you stuff that, that you like and that you agree with, maybe not that you agree with, but that you know, posts that make you feel good and posts that are not complete nonsense. Um, but some of that has to be competing information. There's a, I didn't mean to talk about this, but there's a group that I'm, that I'm in like of, of, uh, coaches is kind of like a online, uh, business mentorship group, I guess, if you will. And, you know, there's a bunch of coaches in there. We're all coming up and we share ideas and share, you know, business stuff, what's working, what's not working, all these kind of things. And, uh, there's a fairly new, uh, new coach in there. And uh, like brand new, and she was asking, you know, what what are some of the best ways and resources to to learn stuff online and and whatnot. And one of the things that you know, I, I chimed in and commented back and said to her, like, you know, learn from a variety of people online. It's very easy to find one guy or one girl and be like, oh, they're they're my person. I love everything they say. You know, she or he or whatever they speak directly to me. Like we're the same type of person. We have the same issues, the same kind of story, um, and 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 everything that they say, I love it that's fine. You can have your person. We're all going to be kind of gravitated towards like a certain, you know, number of people online. Same as like the, you know, the, the snowboard guy that I like on, on YouTube, like he's, he's great, you know, whatever. 
Um, however, the danger of this is that you become, it, it, it drives like unilateral thinking. Nothing, that person says what they say and believe what they say, and they may not even be wrong, but like they've got a way of doing things that works for them and works for their audience and works for the people that they work with. But there's not a lot outside of that, and we're all subject to this, everyone. Um, because if you're just saying everything, then you're really saying nothing. So you have to diversify who you're getting information from. And it's not because, it's just because you need more ideas than one person's idea. The way that I squat and the way that someone else, or the way that I teach a squat and the way that someone else teaches a squat may be slightly different. However, we're both getting at the same end goal of getting you to squat properly and safely and and with strength. Neither of us is more right or more wrong. Just the way that I say it might work for you and it might not work for you. And and then same thing for the other person, the way that they say it might work for you. And to that, I say, great. If what I said didn't work for you, then that's okay. But find someone who says that it works for you. Maybe you like the way, excuse me, maybe you like the way I talk about nutrition. Maybe you like the way person a talks about squatting, maybe like the way person C talks about, uh, you know, deadlifting, maybe the way, whatever it is. And you can get information and pull information from different sources because everyone's got a different way of coming at it. But if you silo yourself into only following or only listening to one person's stuff, then you're only subject to like what that person is saying. And the real problem with this is that you don't learn how to think. You learn how to parrot information and you don't actually know why you're doing what you're doing. You're just doing it because influencer A said so and that's why. And that breaks down really hard because while you may think that you are the same and you're similar and you've got the same story and the same struggles and the same thing, you don't because we're all individuals and we all have different shit going on and that's okay. That's what makes us human. That's what makes us unique. It's a beautiful thing, but we've got to learn how to think and evaluate information for ourselves. And by following and listening and reading only one person, you can never do that. The last thing I'll say on this, um, no single post, no single podcast, no single YouTube video, article, whatever, can cover all of the things about a subject. It is it is impossible. So this kind of goes along with the like, is it for me? But like, is this post relevant to the whole thing? And like, what is being left out here, right? It's like, you know, they said this thing about nutrition, but they didn't say this. It doesn't mean just because something wasn't said in a post, like there are character limits, there are, there are like attention limits. Again, going back to the attention economy, I can't sit there and make an Instagram post that's as long as this podcast because you would never watch it. I would never watch it either. So you've got to understand like, okay, what was left out and why why could that have been left out? Is it because it's wrong? Is it because it's irrelevant? Or is it just because like, hey, they only had like, you know, 15 seconds <laughs> to, to say this thing. And like, you know, that just requires too many words. And maybe it's still be in another post or be in something else. So you've got to just understand the, the backside or the behind the scenes of the game to sort of understand some of the, uh, the way to evaluate some of the information. Now, said we talk about scientific studies, and I'm going to go air quotes science for those of you who are just listening uh, audio only. Science is great, of course, however, has flaws just like everything else. You can find a single study to show pretty much anything that you want. Um, you can find studies to show both sides of a thing with you know equal or opposite uh, conclusions. 
I don't think that someone who defaults only to studies is a is a probably is a good person to like really be you know that have that be your person and only default to that because the the lab doesn't equal real life right going back to the is this for me it's like most studies are done with like young healthy in shape males because that's just that's just the people who are ready willing and available for research studies which are very expensive and very difficult to do and so like if you know there's some post about like muscle building in it'll the headline won't be muscle building the headline or the headline won't say who it is but the headline will be like uh something about building muscle and you read the study and it's like, Oh, but okay. We took, uh, you know, 17 soccer players aged, uh, 18 to 22 with like a moderate training experience. Well, like if you're, if you're a mom of two, like that doesn't help you. That's not, you're, you're so different from that person. And if you're not a soccer player and if you're not an athlete and if you don't have as much training experience as those things, as those people in the studies do still not really helping you. Like when I was in school and reading studies and stuff, kind of, you know, the way that we were taught was like, read the abstract, get a gist of like what, what's about to happen. And then just read the methods section. That's the next thing that you need to read. And then you understand like in the methods, well, what did they actually do and who did they study? And therefore you can understand like, well, is this information even applicable to what I'm trying to get at or or not? Studies can be manipulated in, in, in many ways and especially, especially, especially the news headlines about studies. They're probably like the worst ever because they're just saying like they don't understand they didn't read the study. They just read one piece of the conclusion, just boom, blast it out. And that becomes a thing because no one reads the article. People just <laughs> read the headline. And and the, the gist of the study can actually be totally uh, incorrect based on what the 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 news article is saying about it. Um, so if, if you're getting triggered by that or getting confused, like, hey, I saw this article on such and such news website, ask if you, you know, I don't expect that people know how to read articles like, it's not an easy thing to do. It's also incredibly boring and takes a long time. Uh, but but you know, ask someone like, hey, what what does this thing actually say? Like, does this does this mean what it says it means? And usually, like, probably not. Um, the flip side of that is like, if you're never talking about research and you never use science ever, and everything you do is like just total anecdote, like, oh well, this happened to me, or this happened to my friend, or this happened in the gym. That's also probably not good. Like there's got to be some healthy balance here of like, yeah, using science, but also using anecdote and real world experience because those things always matter. Another way to think about this is like, again, the news headline, it will always be new study shows blank. Is that actually new information or is it just like another study that's been done on something or is it like a, a study that's like a few years old and they just like found it again and it's circulating the news for some reason so you gotta you gotta be critical of like is this actual new information and most things are are not new information especially stuff in the gym people say oh i this new exercise that i saw it's like man it's not probably not new like you didn't you didn't discover that exercise like all the best exercises in the gym have been invented so just do those um, you may rediscover them you may learn them for the first time but that's not a new discovery i remember remember when i started like learning um anatomy and uh we learned it was, it was like the 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 day or the week or the chapter or whatever we were learning about like lower leg anatomy and we learned about the tibialis anterior muscle it's like the muscle that's on the the front of your of your shin bone if you like put your you know point your or flex your toes like toes to your nose you can feel it pop up right beside your shin bone on the outside um 
And uh, I remember being at the gym and I was like, oh, like no one trains this. And I remember like laughing about it and like put a kettlebell in my foot and I was like flexing. I was like, oh, I'm going to do a tib anterior day. And I was like laughing with my buddies. It's like, whatever. It's not really that funny, obviously. But, but, but I remember doing that and I remember like, no, I just didn't know. I was a young kid in school. like didn't you know whatever, but just, and then in recent years, um, people actually like train their tibialis anterior and there's like a lot of, there's like actual good reasons to do so. Now, if I were to sit here and say like, Hey, I invented that, <laughs> that exercise. I, I, I came up with that exercise, you know, eight years ago. I just didn't tell anybody. First of all, if you didn't tell anyone, then like too bad for you. Second, I didn't come up with that exercise because the way that I, I discovered it on my own, but that doesn't make it new. It's like, I just looked at the anatomy. I was like, Oh, what if I do this? This is like, how ridiculous is this? I didn't, I didn't have enough experience or knowledge or context to understand why that might be useful. Why someone might actually want to do it. Why it would be good. All those things. I didn't continue doing it. I didn't, whatever. It's just a joke. And I just remembered that. But a lot of stuff, that's a long winded story. That's not really that important. Just to say like a lot of stuff is, it's just, it's just not new information. So when something is being purported to be new uh, or a new finding or new way of doing things, just understand like the overwhelming likelihood it's not new. Um, and it's not really doing anything that's going to change anyone's behavior. And it probably shouldn't change your behavior either. Let me just scroll through my note here quickly before I kind of get to, um, wrap this up. And if there's anything that I missed that I wanted to say, um, the only other thing that I kind of missed here, I guess, is I kind of said this, but when you're when you're thinking about like whether this thing is for me, you have to listen to listen to read. You know, when you're reading, listening, whatever, listen to what the person actually says about the thing, not just what you heard. Again, listen to what they actually said, not just what you heard. There can be a disconnect here, especially in written stuff because we don't have you know, tone of voice and there's no facial expressions. And so sometimes something might be sarcastic or something might be um, super serious or, you know, whatever, anything in between. And, and that gets missed. And so sometimes we get excited. We say, Oh, they said this, it must be the right thing. Or they said this, like that person's an idiot. And it's like, "Mm, but that's not really what they said. Like pay attention to the words that they use, pay attention to the, the context in which they're speaking um, before making a, a full evaluation, whether you like it or dislike it or, or whatever. That was kind of, that was it. That was, that was the last thing that I kind of wanted to say on that. So to sum this up, we have to use critical thinking skills and just general critical thinking skills to evaluate information online. I'm sure this goes for stuff, you know, outside of fitness, but I'm not here to talk about that today. Is some, here are some like leading questions that you can ask yourself to like start to think about like, oh, does this make sense or does this, is this just, you know, nonsense? Is it excluding something that is generally perceived to be good? Are they demonizing a food group, uh, a behavior, um, an ingredient to something that is like generally perceived to be good? Are they just going against the grain trying to get attention? Like if so, fine, but like really dig into what they're actually saying after that. Does this thing sound too good to be true? If it does, it probably, you know, as the saying goes, if it sounds too good to be true, probably is. So always consider that. And as a 
extension of that, the the overwhelming, the, the best question to ask yourself when seeing, you know, these fitness claims online of like, do this to get that and, you know, all this stuff. If it were that easy, why doesn't everyone just do this? Especially if you're seeing the post, it's not behind some unattainable paywall where, you know, you got to pay $10,000 for that piece of advice. It's like they post it on Instagram. If they figured it out, is this person the smartest person in the world, in the history of the world to ever exist, that they found this one trick to torch all your belly fat forever? Is is that true? Or is it more likely that it's true that what they're saying is probably not correct, not new, or misleading? 99.99999% of the time, the answer is going to be that what they're saying is either untrue or misleading because they're not the smartest person in the world. They didn't just discover something that no one else has ever known. There's no new knowledge. We have lots of knowledge. We know almost all of the things. It's about applying it. So always kind of filter that. If it was this easy as this person is making it sound, why doesn't everyone just do this? And if you can't think of a reason why, it's because it's just not that easy or not that simple or that straightforward. The last story I have to kind of paint the picture here was when you have like um, a business or a creator account on, on Instagram, and I think this is true across the board, you get like all these, I don't know how people find you, but whatever, that you get all these like DMs from people who are trying to sell you like business adjacent things. So, uh, you know, I'll get DMs like, Hey, can I be your coach to like do your business, whatever, something like 10 X your business. Can I do your, can I edit your videos? Can I post, can I DM people for you? Can I do this? Can I like, you get all these kind of things. A common one is also like, uh, you know, DM me or I can pay you can pay me to get you followers. And so they'll, you know, they, they can, you can pay like however much money it is and they can get you these like bought followers. So if you see people have like way too many followers and they have like, you know, four comments or like, you know, three likes on a, on a, on a post, like, you know, they probably bought some followers, which I think is a bad move, but whatever, do, do whatever you want. Anyways, the reason I say that recently I got a, got a DM about like, Hey, can I, you can, um, I can help you get verified and get, um, published in news publications or whatever. And, uh, most of the time I just like delete these DMS and ignore them. But sometimes like I'm in a, I'm in a smart ass attitude and I just, you know, play along just to entertain myself for five minutes and just fuck with them a little bit. Mostly just calling out their own nonsense to just, you know, (laughs) make myself laugh. But anyways, guy says, and it was this, this account had a million followers, over a million followers. I don't even know. I don't even remember what the guy's name was, but I, that's part of the point is like, you know, over a million followers. Don't even know who he is. I, I think it was fitness. I don't even know what it was. doesn't matter. Hey, you can pay us. We can, we can get you a blue check mark. Um, and we can get you verified and, and get you in, um, in news publications and make you famous. And I said, okay, how much does it cost? He said, 500 bucks. I said, great. Well, anyone can get a blue check mark now. You just pay the $10 verified thing and you get a blue check mark. And he said, oh, but ours is real. It's permanent. Once you pay once, you don't have to pay again. I said, okay, but it's 10 bucks a month versus 500. So 10 bucks a month means I get 50 months to make up the 500. So I'd rather keep that <laughs> that 500, the 490, 480, 470 in my bank account rather than give it to you to get the blue check mark and look the same badge, it's the same thing. I don't even know if what they were talking about is real, but 
I said, I'd rather keep the, I'd rather keep the money. I can just pay 10 bucks and buy myself 50 months to become famous. That's like four years. It's a lot of time. And he said, oh, but ours is permanent and we get news publications. You become a celebrity. And I said to, I said to the, <laughs> I wrote back to the, this account. I'm sure it was just like a DM or not even the actual person, but um, I said, well, why don't you do it? He said, but I have a blue check mark. I said, well, okay, but why, but why don't you get articles then? Why aren't you famous? And then, and then they didn't answer because <laughs> I poked the holes in their plan that one, spending money for something that is like, you know, 50 times more than what it costs to get nothing doesn't make any sense. So the point of that, just to sum up that story, one, that was just to share that because I thought that was hilarious and I wanted to share it with someone else other than just making myself laugh. But two, evaluate all the information, all the nonsense, especially the the magic claims by if it was that easy, why doesn't everybody just do this? That will answer most of your problems, answer most of your questions, sorry, and uh, and solve most of your problems with seeing the 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 slew of nonsense online. So with that being said, I'll wrap it up here. Um, if you have any questions, comments for the podcast for later episodes, uh, stuff you want me to get to, topics you want me to cover, uh, questions, stuff like that, always feel free to DM me on Instagram at Daniel Yoris um, and, and, or on Twitter or whatever. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Looking for coaching website. I'll throw the links to the bio and not the bio in the uh, link in bio. That's like an old thing. Um, I'll put the links. This is how you know that it's like too late in the day and I can't even get through the end of this podcast. My lip just, bleh, 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 just words are not coming. Um, yeah, love you. Go outside. Be a good person. See you next time.